Welcome to the Physique Business Podcast, making money in the fitness industry. You spent hours in the gym, sweating buckets, crushing PRs, and lifting a ton of weight. Now it's time to turn that passion into a highly profitable business. Here's stories and tips of proven methods for starting and scaling your business in the fitness industry. And now your host, Corey Swergoss. Corey Swergoss here, the host of the Physique Business Podcast, and we are on location today at Truth Gym Gallery with a special guest, IFBB Pro, Morgan McDonald. Thank you very much for coming. How has it been here on the West Coast the last couple days? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, man. I've had an absolute blast ever since getting here. It was a long journey. But yeah, totally worth it, man. Honestly, ever since I landed in uh, Vancouver and Victoria especially, I've just been like, first of all, amazed by the scenery. And then the hospitality all you guys have been showing me just made the last, like this weekend, you know, absolutely amazing for me. Like, I, I feel blessed to like, have these opportunities, like, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, everything's been great, man. So it's been a long journey, not only for you to get out here, but also in bodybuilding altogether. How long ago did you start? Yeah, so, I mean, it would be like 10 years this year taking it seriously and like, you know, really paying attention to my diet and, you know, trying to be on point with my training and supplementation and everything like that and, and having the goal of actually competing. So, yeah, it's been 10 years now. Awesome. That's incredible. You know, definitely to have the persistence to be able to continue through it. Do you have any tips for anybody in terms of, you know, um, being able to stay with it that long? I think it's just to understand that getting into this, like if, if you have the goal of taking it to like a high level, like becoming a pro, like I did right away. Like I set my, after I did my first show, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a pro. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's going to take time. It's a process. It's going to be a long journey for you. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be highs and lows, but everything is a win in a way. All your losses leading it up to you, like turning pro, like I said, if that's your goal, they're all like blessings in disguise at the time. You might not realize it, but it's just showing you what you need to improve, what you need to get better at. And then if you have the champion mindset that you need to be successful in the sport, mm -hmm. you're going to, you know, take that and run with it and figure out what you got to do, make the right moves and get better. And then that's what's going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. At what point in the process did you want to make this your job, your career? Uh, early on, like I honestly fell in love with this sport, like, like very quickly. And I knew that in order to be successful in it, I was going to have to completely indulge myself in it, even in my career. So jumped into a personal training job at a big box gym, took complete advantage of that, learned everything I could, built up my reputation as a trainer, uh, got myself to the point where I could be an online coach. And that really benefited my business because it allowed me to live the bodybuilding lifestyle to the fullest, mm -hmm. but still be financially secure enough to do what I love. And I mean, we all know bodybuilding is a, is a big investment in your time, but also like your finances. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just feel like, you know, I work hard to get to where I am, but I feel lucky to be in the position I am to have a career that I love that transfers over directly to my passion, which is bodybuilding, competing, right? Cool, cool. Well, let's talk about that because a lot of people say, I don't want to be a trainer at a big box gym. I don't want to work for somebody else. But can you talk a little bit about, you know, what you learned in that setting and, and if you would recommend it to somebody just starting out or not? Well, I think it's a great opportunity when you're first starting out because like, I mean, you got to drop the ego, right? Like, like, you know, everybody wants to get to the point where you're training high-end athletes and, and things like that. And like, that's a dream of every trainer. but you know, you have to work to get to that point. So I think a big box gym will kind of put you in an environment where you're gonna have a lot of people that are just looking for a trainer, just looking to get started. You're gonna be working with beginners and you're gonna be teaching the people the basics over and over again, but you really sharpen and hone your skills at that job. And not to mention big box gyms offer you a lot of like, uh, you know, sales coaching and, and, and courses and that type of thing. And, and that's very important that like, as you, if you plan to go on your own with personal training or coaching, like, yeah, like you might be really good at your job, but you need, you need to be able to, 
show that to people and market that, and, and that's how you're going to ultimately be successful. So I think for me, working in a big box gym just gave me all the tools necessary to eventually go out on my own and be successful in what I'm doing now. So I mean, I, I pay homage to those gyms in a way, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every job leads you to the next, and as long as you're in that job and you're learning and you're honing your skills and you're taking in what is around you, it's only going to help you going into the future. Absolutely. So I think that's you know incredibly important. Plus, these big box gyms, you know, they put a lot of time into developing their systems and their formulas you know, to be able to be successful. And so you can definitely learn a lot of stuff by working for somebody before you get into business, you know, obviously on your own. Yeah. Um, you know, in this day and age, social media is everything. Yeah. Um, and I know obviously from the seminar earlier today, um, you touched on it, you know, and utilizing video and utilizing YouTube. How big was that aspect of, you know, allowing you to, you know, increase your business overall and your brand reputation, the, the actual video aspect of you getting in front of the camera? Well, you know, from a business standpoint, that's all I had because especially when I went out on my own, I was like, okay, like Instagram, like YouTube, these are my platforms to like explain myself, show people I know things. So, you know, it's hard to pick up the phone sometimes and we all understand that. And I think people from the outside looking in think like, oh, like, you know, bodybuilder must be nice. All you gotta do is post on social media. But like, you know, when you're trying to support yourself, support your sponsors, like there's a lot of thought that goes into that. There's a lot of time, like you wanna represent like at a high level, um, you know? So I think, you know, me just, picking up the phone when I didn't want to, you know, making those videos, you know, putting that out there, you know, you, you gain people's respect. And the thing about that is consistency because a lot of people try this, they try the YouTube thing and, you know, it, it's tough to keep up, especially when you don't get, you know, the instant gratification, the instant mm -hmm. feedback. Like, you know, it takes a while for people to take you serious in those realms, right? Absolutely. But I know for me, like, I'm so thankful that when I started out, I pushed myself to do those things and get uncomfortable because it is very uncomfortable at first. Like you're just talking to your phone. Yeah. But when, once you do start to get positive feedback and people message you like, hey, thanks for making that video on, you know, how to, how to stay on my diet over Christmas, you know, really helped me. You know what I mean? And then, and then you get a client and then you see the things you're doing are transpiring and, and benefiting you. You know what I mean? So it's just like anything, man. You got to put the work in, you know what I mean? And, and, and good things will happen. Totally. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, in 2021, you turned pro yeah. at the Canadian Nationals. Right. What was the first thing that went through your mind when that happened? <laughs> Man, that was a very, very crazy experience. That was a very long prep. Um, you know, so I definitely feel like I had, I had earned it. But I, I'll be honest, it felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders because, mm -hmm. you know, for the last couple of years bodybuilding, like my name was kind of out there. Like everyone knew I was like a pretty big guy. I always had potential, right? I always had potential. So you know, to finally nail it and, and be rewarded for all the work I know I was putting in. And, you know, I had made some mistakes in some earlier shows, probably didn't get the result I wanted because of that. So to finally just nail it, do everything right and know, like, I literally gave everything to that, like, you know, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, like, you know, to finally be rewarded for it, like on that stage that I had competed on twice before and, and got absolutely mogged, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it was incredible. And, and it just kind of was like, you know, breath of fresh air in a sense, like, okay, I can reset, like, you know, I'm a pro now, I'm just like the new guy in the pro league, the kind of pressure's off. And that's what I'm really excited for in me going in my pro debut next year, yeah. is just, you know, just not having such big expectations on myself, yeah. you know, uh, just to, to have a bit of fun with it again. You know, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure, you know, I plan to work up to a high level and, and be at the top of the pros, like, that's my goal. And, you know, pressure's gonna come with that. But for now, I'm enjoying just like taking my physique to the next level and just seeing what I look like compared to those guys, because that's really the first step, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, the excitement of winning the show happens, you go back home, everyone's, you know, your Instagram's going up, people are, you know, congratulating you. When reality set back in, say the following Monday or a week later, 
you know, you started thinking about your career. What it was the first thing that you had to do to get going on with making money, making revenue, um, and be able to transition from an amateur to a pro? Well, I think it's just understanding, I mean, the, uh, the validation you get from something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, like I said, I was right there. And like, even, you know, from my business, like, from a professional standpoint, like, you know, I was, a, I was a good coach. But, like, I still didn't have anything to, like, really, like, verify me to people, right? So I think getting that, getting that status, that pro card, especially in open bodybuilding, yeah. you know, it, it kind of, like, taking that back home, it was kind of like everyone was like, okay, like, this guy's legit. And it made me feel more legit. It gave me a lot more confidence in myself to, like, started expanding and pushing myself and like that's what I'm doing with my business now like I'm hiring some assistant coaches and things like that and um, you know obviously like my sponsor and stuff like helped me a little bit more so it's like all these things that came after that just kind of gave me more and more confidence just to keep pushing myself and keep going and like that's what it was like when all that when that high you know a lot of people talk about post-show blues and I've had that before but I know for me like getting the pro card and like after that high kind of disappeared yeah. I was just like back to work like so driven because I understood I was like, okay that was nice but like in this industry and bodybuilding especially like you can be forgotten about very quickly 100%. you know what I mean yeah. and I knew that was coming and I'm perfectly fine with that like I made peace with that I'm going to kind of be off the radar for a bit yeah but I'm going to be working the whole time so that when I do come back on the scene and come back on the radar like like yeah. people are going to know my name again you yeah. know what I mean like that's my plan so cool well I was at the both K nationals that just happened in uh, November December right. you know we awarded 24 new IFBB pros in Canada um, you know and I've seen a lot of them disappear already yeah. do you have any you know type of advice that you can say to new young IFBB pros on what they should be doing now before they make their pro debut well, I think for most of them, like myself included, I mean, there's a couple of exceptions. Like, I mean, go back to the Toronto Pro, the guy that won the Classic Physique, won the Toronto, the Pro Show, right? Sure, so sure. there's some guys that are just incredible and are just ready to go, like right out the gate. But mm -hmm. let's face it, majority of us new pros, we need more time. Like, so I understand that you're all eager to jump on the pro stage because like you want to strike while the iron's hot and like while your name is relevant, mm -hmm. but you only get one pro debut, right? And that can really, I mean, if you've, observe the sport in the last five years that can make or break somebody you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you have a good pro debut like that can do a lot for you on the business side of things as well as the competitive side of things so i would just encourage everyone to kind of do what i'm doing be realistic with yourself like you know take pictures of your physique when you won your pro card compared to like the top pros right mm -hmm. like if you're not close to there like you got years of work left totally. so don't do some shows and just delay the hard work that's coming anyway that you have to do the off-season work right get into your off-season do what you have to do Get, get your physique, like, you know, to the point it needs to be from a muscularity standpoint and a maturity standpoint. And then go fucking rock the pro stage, man, and, and make that pro debut. Make a splash. Make an impact because that's what it's all about. So totally. I know that's what I'm doing. Totally. So how do you manage your day and what percentage do you focus on, you know, your personal development of your physique versus your actual business? Well, I get up early. <laughs> you know, that's like the number one thing. Yeah. Like, soon as you, as soon as your eyes open up in bed, get out of bed because, like, there's work to be done. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for me at this point, like, like the bodybuilding stuff is automatic in a sense that like that comes first to me no matter what. Cause mm -hmm. like, that's my bread and butter. And like, that's my main goals are bodybuilding. So like yeah. I'm training when I'm training, I'm eating when I'm eating. Like there's nothing getting in the way of that. Like, I don't care. Like, it just doesn't matter. It's not, it's just not a variable, but I mean, my business definitely comes like second. So, I mean, like, honestly, a typical day for me is like up six thirty, seven o'clock. Usually by that time, like, you know, I'll do some morning cardio or something. Morning updates start coming in. Usually working for four hours in the morning, get a couple meals in in that time because I'm working from home, so that's very good. Yeah. 
hit the gym, you know, come home, get a post-workout meal, you know, work for three more hours till seven, eight o'clock, get my last two meals in, go to bed, repeat. Because like, I mean, as a business owner, like there is no days off. Like I, like I couldn't honestly not tell you the last time I had a day off was, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like not while I had this business anyway. For sure. Um, because it's just the business never sleeps, right? And if you want to keep growing, it's just all day, every day. And if you don't want to accept that, then don't be a business owner. Like if you want your weekends off and you want to get up at five o'clock in your day to be done, like owning your own business is, is not for you. You know, it's, it's just not. So, I mean, there's definitely hard days with that. Like there's, there's overwhelming days, but I mean, that's the grind, you know? Cause I always say like some days I wish for a day off and sometimes those days come, like I'll have a, like a slack easy day and I just like don't feel productive. And I'm like, okay, I got to do something. Like, you know what I mean? So sure. I'd rather be busy than bored, you know? And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but you know, the opportunities that get in front of you, how important is it to say yes? Oh my God, dude, it's everything. Like uh, opportunities these days are, are tough to come by, right? And especially in this industry, because there's more and more people getting involved and there's, there's a larger talent pool. So like, like you know, if, a great example is this opportunity for me. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't even a thought like of, of not coming out here. Like just to get this like opportunity to come out and like to the other side of the country, which I've never been before, mm -hmm. you know, establish a new network that like I, I've never had. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's vital because you want to be known as like a yes person. Like people want to rely on you. Like people want to know like you're in it for the right reasons. And, and you know, even if maybe you're not like financially benefiting from something like that directly with this age we're in of social media and networking, like you can make connections just by saying yes to like one opportunity. Maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe it's going to inconvenience your life, but it could really like give you a boost sometime down the road. And I think you just need to remember that. Like, you know, don't be, don't be selfish in the moment. Like understand like, you know, what these opportunities can do for you and, and just take them because I'm sure if you don't, like there'll be a day that you regret it. And that's my biggest thing. Like I, that, that's kind of how I live my life. Like, and that, that's kind of why I, I do say yes to every opportunity I get because like I fear regret more than anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why that's why I have to chase this bodybuilding dream because like I refuse to be a what if person like I just totally. can't I got to find out for myself right so totally. that's like everything I'm like you know if, if you sometimes you take an opportunity maybe it won't work out but at least you tried at least you found out and if anything it's just a learning experience that you can take with you elsewhere right so totally totally and I mean you know what you only live once and I thought something that you said earlier from the actual seminar was that uh, you know you think you have a lot of time, but you actually don't. So no. the time is now. And that's oh really God, the only man. thing that is, you know, guaranteed to you right now. And I always say to all of my, my employees that 100% of the things that you do right now get done. Man. And if you wait in the future, it may not. Absolutely. And so, no, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, value in doing that for sure. And, and I think, you know, maximizing the opportunities that you have. And it's like, you come out here, you're on your social, you're updating your gram, you're taking pictures, you're taking video, you're posting, you're doing blogs, you're doing vlogs, you, you know, you graciously, you know, said, let's do this podcast. So, you know, just maximize the opportunities that you can, you know, you could have went home or back to the hotel and took a shower, took a nap, you know, before we go on to the next thing. But, you know, definitely saying yes, coming out, doing these things, it's only going to benefit, you know, oh all God, of a sudden. Man, yeah. It's so. automatic for me. And like you said, like when I look back at the last 10 years and how fast they went by, mm -hmm. uh, it's just incredible. It's incredible the things that I've, I've done and, and the progress yeah. I've made, but how, how actually fast. And like, if I had to know, I would have worked so much harder when I was younger, totally. you know, just like knowing the things I know now, but that's the beauty of it. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. so I'm just, I'm just happy that I do know what I know now. And I'm so excited to just carry on for the next like 10 or however many years I've left in, in the sport and just doing everything I can from a competitive standpoint, but also just like, you know, I want to be an ambassador for the sport. Like I, I love it so much. It's done so much for me on a personal level, like a mental health level, uh, you know, brought so much positive positivity to my life. I met so many wonderful people, like all you guys yeah. here, you know what I mean? And, and I think like, the more people that can get involved and experience that, you know, I, you know, I think we're saving lives in a way with the sport. You know what I mean? I think it does a lot for a lot of people. So, 
you know, if I can just get that out there and get that word out there in any way I can, like, that's what I'm all about, you know. What's next for you? What's next? Getting huge, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a long off season ahead of me. So, yeah. you know, honestly, I need to take the next, uh, you know, four or five months to kind of for some business stuff. Like I really got to, my, my, my big plan now is taking this year really to kind of get my business in a position where it's really running itself a little more. So I'll become more self-sufficient cool. uh, because like in 2023, like I said, I'm going to start my prep for my pro debut and I just want to be able to be locked in for that. So, mm -hmm. you know, off season, I don't want to say it's easier than prep, but you know, you get a little bit more uh, like leniency with things like that. So good time to focus on business while I'm still making progress and adding the size I need to add. That's definitely like my biggest focus. And yeah, man, just looking forward to the pro debut in 2023. Like that's, I think about that every single day. So yeah. Cool. In terms of your business, where are those revenue sources coming from? Well, just clients, right? So okay. I mean, like, you know, my business, uh, you know, I have like online coaching business, of course, it works on like a membership basis. So you know, there's different options for different for different people, what they need, like how many updates they want, like things like that, right? So some, some of my clients I work with very closely, yeah. especially competitors, things like that. And I have some clients that check in like once a month with me, right? So, uh, you know, one thing I know a lot of my clients will say about me though, is that I work very closely with them, like no matter what, like my clients know I'm at their disposal and that's how I built my business, yeah. is, is just like really just caring about people and, and the results they get. And, and my reputation's kind of got my business to where it is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just something I plan to sustain and want to keep like Morgan Mac Nutrition, like known for is just the quality of service we provide really. So that's awesome, man. You know what? It's been great. I think you've given people a ton of value and an insight into your life and into your business. Um, where can people find you on social? Uh, yeah. So Instagram, Morgan Mac dot bodybuilding, TikTok, Morgan Mac dot bodybuilding. I've been on the TikTok scene a little bit lately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty cool. And, uh, YouTube, uh, Morgan Mac bodybuilding. Yeah. Same thing. You can find me there. And I mean, if you go to my Instagram, you can find my nutrition page, which is just morganmac.nutrition. So if you're interested in coaching or anything like that, or just want to see some of the work I've done with people, there's like 100 transformations or so on there. Um, so yeah, check it out. Cool. If you haven't done so already, head over to Morgan Mac on TikTok and watch him shake his ass. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the dance videos, guys. If you want to see some moves, head over there now. Don't wait. <laughs> awesome, man. It's a pleasure. I'm your host, Corey Suarez with the Physique Business Podcast. We are on location at Truth Gym Gallery in beautiful Victoria, BC. If you haven't checked it out, come down and have one of the best workouts of your life. I appreciate it as always, Morgan. Pleasure having you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.